This is the Industry 45 Podcast Show with your host, Shane Christopher Neal. Podcast available at Giant TV Niagara on YouTube. All right, Industry 45 Podcast Show. We go all the way, I'd say to Rome, Italy for this interview, but not quite. We are, we are going to go to California, though, uh, Georgia Vanny. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing really good. Thank you for having me. So it's interesting as I look through your bio and, um, you know, born in, in Rome, Italy and living in California, kind of a rock star persona persona here. How did you get your start in, in music back in, in Italy and who kind of were your influences, I guess? Um, so, well, I think that I've pretty much been into music my whole life. Like, I can't recall a moment in time where I went like, oh, I'm into this or, you know, like, oh, I'm into drawings. You know, art has always been part of my background a little bit because I was uh, I was raised in a family of artists very much. So uh, my grandfather is a painter and, you know, he also plays piano. And uh, my grandmother's father was a very famous piano player there. Um, so and my father and my mother was were absolutely music lovers. So uh, I remember growing up and you know, taking these long drives in the car with my father he used to be a very quiet person. And uh, so, you know, like all our, you know, all these drives to the beach would just be like, you know, playing uh, Sade or, you know, Pink Floyd all the time. And, you know, David Bowie. And, you know, I just grew up listening to, the, you know, the, the, the classics and um, I always felt uh, very intrigued by it. Um, I just, um, you know, I just remember like really taking my time to, to experience music in the car and, you know, just take the time to listen to it. Um, I actually started like writing songs. I think when I, uh, when my mother got my first guitar, got me my first guitar and I was like about 10 ish, if I'm not wrong. And, you know, I was just kind of like, uh, trying to play this instrument and it wasn't even tuned. I didn't know, I didn't even know that like tuning an instrument was a thing at the time. So that was pretty fun. And, uh, you know, I ultimately started my lessons at the time and I don't know, I guess, you know, songwriting was just part of part of how I've always expressed myself. I mean, I wasn't really taught how to do it. I just started doing it. So let me ask you this, because the artists that you mentioned that you listened to or your inspirations all sang in English. Did you always sing in English or did you sing in Italian uh, when you were back home or? Yeah, well, so um, the music I used to listen to was mostly, you know, like English, like English rock and American rock and roll from the 70s and 80s. But um, when I first started writing songs, clearly, like, I wasn't, I wasn't really, like, fluent in English. I really didn't know how to speak English. Uh, so, no, I actually started writing my songs in Italian. Um, it's just, I've never felt like uh, Italian, at least to me, because, you know, we have a lot of great, great songwriters back in Italy. But to me, it doesn't sound like it's flowing as good as English, maybe just because my ear is always being really used to listening, you know. Um, once again, uh, you know, American rock and English rock, so... I've always felt like, uh, for me, singing in Italian was sounding, like, too harsh, you know. Plus, I was kind of writing, like, um, jazzy songs type of thing. So, it just, I didn't feel like it was flowing right. So, it was, um, uh, I actually started, like, you know, slowly writing in English. And then I was lucky because uh, I started making uh, American connections, you know, in my group. So, I actually got to talk to people and, you know, like, improve my American language and you know eventually I was able to finally write in English where my heart was. So you've lived in what LA since 2017 ish? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, tw- uh, maybe 2018, I think. So did you like did you go to Los now. Angeles to pursue music, or were you just, that's where you are going kind of anyway? Well, no, actually, I, I went in and out of Los Angeles because of, once again, you know, um, I knew people here, so I, I started, like, going in and out of the, of the, of the country, but, um, you know, I started, like, seeing an opportunity to really pursue music when I actually met my husband, Joshua Seth Egan. Um, you know, we met on Facebook. I wrote, um, I wrote a post about my father's death anniversary and, you know, um, he read it and he felt like, you know, writing a few words as well because he had just lost, he had just lost his father as well. So that's how we, that's how we got in touch. And, uh, you know, we started talking and, you know, slowly we got to know each other and he comes out that he's actually a music producer. And I'm like, oh, well, that's great. Um, I actually have a lot of, you know, song demos on my iPhone on GarageBand, <laughs> which is pretty funny. <laughs> So, you know, um, I sent it to him. He got to listen to them. And he was like, well, I like this stuff. We could actually work on it. Why don't you come out, you know, for a few weeks and, you know, you can come to my studio down in North Hollywood and we can do something with it. And I was like, yes. (laughs) I mean, why not, right? That's not a bad invitation. Record producer, drummer, and North Hollywood sounds pretty good. I was going to say when I read his name, Joshua Seth Egan, uh, and I've been a drummer for 30 years five years, something like that. That is definitely a cool drumming name. You can let him know that. Um, and he's worked with a lot of uh, some, some really cool acts, right? With with Mark Slaughter, I believe. And uh, yeah. you, you did you sing with Mark or no? No, I didn't get to sing with Mark, but that's definitely something that we're planning on doing very soon. That, that's awesome. I've always been a big Slaughter fan and, uh, you know, big fan of, of, of himself as a guitar player as well. Great guitar player and, and vocalist. I'm going to ask you a random question here. What is it about the Go song? Ahead. What is it about the song Panama by, by Van Halen? <laughs> oh, you read the post. Oh, my God. Well, you know, like, I, I love the song itself. I think that it's, like, really cool because a lot of rock songs, you know, like are about girls and this and that, which I absolutely love, you know, it's just, it's, it's kind of like, you know, part of the genre. But I love that, you know, like this song is actually about a car, but it's still kind of, you know, it's still kind of sensual and, and, and sexy. I mean, it's, it's a very cool song. And then when he, when he goes to the breakdown, you know, just like you feel the energy is completely moving away from where it was before. He forces you to really listen to it and pay attention. And, you know, like I think that whatever Eddie like did such a great job, you know, it's, such an amazing player i don't know i just melt when i listen to that part you know there, there's a lot of songs that I actually listen to that where there's a part in the song that just like literally makes me melt like i listen to the song and like i'm looking forward to that spot right you know to like you know special breakdown can be the solo but like really anything and you know i usually listen to a song like with the excitement to get into that part and just go like oh yes that's what i'm talking about <laughs> Well, I saw you, I saw you posted really that great. today. I saw you posted that today, and I thought it was really cool. I've always been a big fan of Van Halen. I mean, I'm a fan of the the Sammy Hagar. I'll be honest with you, uh, era. But I I think David Lee Roth was a genius, and a lot of things he did, and that that breakdown is is one of them for sure. So let's talk about Bleed for yeah, Love. Yeah, I agree with you. Let's talk about your yeah. song Bleed for Love. So tell me about the songwriting in that. Did you write it with Josh? Did you write it by yourself? Uh, give us the background on it. So, um, this song was actually, I started writing the song actually like, uh, I think about a year ago or something like that. Um, I was just really playing around, you know, sometimes like maybe I hear a melody or I hear, you know, a few lyrics and, you know, they just kind of, I can't, I can't ignore them. Like they just stick to my head. So I just got to sit down and do something with it. So usually I would just like, you know, tape or record on my iPhone. Um, 
whatever lines are coming up or melodies. And um, that's how this song was born a little bit. You know, I had down like a concept and it was sounding very pop though. So I wasn't like, I, I didn't really dig the song enough to like just, you know, just, just take it home. Uh, so, um, but, but Dodge, I thought that the hook was really good though. So, you know, it, it was like, yeah, don't can that song though, because like, it really sounds nice. Um, so what happened is that, you know, like in, in the process of making the record, we started going back and looking, you know, at all the songs that I had and, uh, and this song popped up again and it's like, I still really like this hook. So, you know, we, we went back on it and we started revisiting it and, um, you know, changing a little bit of things here and there. The harmony was pretty much the same. The riff, the, the riff of the song stayed there. But, you know, we, we adjusted the lyrics and, you know, the fact that, you know, Josh is of course, American helps me because, you know, maybe sometimes I would make, uh, you know, a few mistakes here and there lyric-wise or maybe like, you know, things are not flowing as natural as, you know, they should sound being Italian or maybe like the way I'm pronouncing things is not quite right yet. So we got to go back and check that stuff out. But, um, and yeah, you know, like we, we so we, we started like um, checking the lyrics again and, you know, um, eventually we decided to have uh, Jesse Vasquez playing bass on it as well as um, Mark as well. And, uh, you know, Josh has known Mark, like, uh, since they were little kids in, in Las Vegas. So, and that, like, really brought the song, like, to another level, I have to say. Because um, uh, Jesse's parts are really nice. Uh, you know, he plays, like, these little lines here and there that, like, make the song breathe really nicely. And uh, Mark as well, he, he, he did such a great job with, you know, uh, the counterpoints on guitar. They're just going so nicely with my stuff. So... You know, it, I think that like it was, um, everybody puts in the work, you know, usually I would come up with a riff and, you know, um, start putting down the, 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 the main lyrics and then, you know, we go back and, and start adjusting all the things from, you know, rhythm or lyrics and stuff like that. Well, I got to tell you, the guitar at the beginning, I have it playing right here, you, I don't know if you can hear it, but um, so, so the guitar at the beginning, though, that is really catchy, like right away it gets your attention. So if I was doing yeah. something in a room and all of a sudden the song came on and I heard that, it'd be like, what, what, what is that? So there's a lot of really cool <laughs> parts and dynamics of this song I think are amazing. Yeah, see, that's funny because, yeah, it's, it's actually, you know, the, the beginning part, which is actually the part that I'm playing, it's just the rhythm part. The, the Josh thought that it was really catchy, you know, I just thought, yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like really sassy. It was a very sassy song when it started, you know, running the, the first lyrics as well. It was just kind of, you know, like, um, you know, okay, I got you, but I am who I am. So, you know, what are we going to do about it? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I like that. I like that the melody, I like that, you know, the harmony and the melody part kind of, kind of, uh, uh, carry this, this sassiness through the song. I like that. So what is your plan? Do you, you, this is a, a single that's out. You have a, an EP or you're working on an EP or what's the status of, of the other songs that you're working on? Yeah, we, we actually have a record on and, um, you know, we just we just decided to start releasing singles because uh, Josh has a has a record label of his own, and you, we're starting like um, dropping several artists' songs now. And uh, actually, his band Seven Angels that is featuring Mark Slaughter on guitar again uh, is gonna release the next song on on the seventeenth, which is called Seven Angels. And I'm sure that like a lot of people are gonna go nuts over it <laughs> that's perfect and um so yeah we have we have like a list of very nice artists that need to come out so we decided to you know like start dropping singles here and single there uh so that we can start promoting it slowly and you know start start having like you know some internet interest before we actually start dropping the record 
So after this song, there's probably going to be another or maybe two more singles. We're still thinking about that. And then we're definitely going to drop the record. So I guess the fact that live music is not anywhere to be found these days isn't that bad of a deal for you right now because you're just kind of starting to get your music out there. So maybe, just maybe by the time people fully are aware of your music, you're going to be able to finally get a live gig. I don't know. Uh, that's got to be frustrating still, though, as a musician and as an artist to not be in front of people playing, right? Well, yeah, that that is actually frustrating. Well, it, it, it's a lot of things, you know, I think that uh, somehow, yeah, it helps out, you know, like having a little promotion before you actually start going out. But at the same time, the, the moment that you like really start building a relationship with your fans is when you are on the stage, you know, it's when you can actually start exchanging things with the audience. And, you know, vice versa, you start getting their really their, their feedback. So um, I actually think that maybe it would have been great if we were able to actually start going out and like, you know, promote the album live. That would have been great uh, ideal, but you know, we can't really do that. And absolutely. Yes. I think that, you know, once again, as an artist, I mean, where you get, where you really get, you know, the, 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 um, the power of music is when you're actually able to share it. You know, when you are actually uh, on a stage, you know, you're, you're playing with your, with your friends or, you know, you're, 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 colleagues and you know you're just there and there's this exchange of you know uh, everything I mean emotions adrenaline uh, call it whatever you want but but you know the the, uh, the studio part is really nice you know recording is very nice because it's very creative but the excitement is really in you know starting sharing the things with the audience um, actually I don't really like you know where we are at today you know with with uh, with all the social media thing because I, I feel like I feel like the, the the fan itself has really lost a lot of the a lot of the connection to the artist. I think like it was better when you were able to actually you know buy buy a record you know physical record and just you know listen down to the record in the order that was put because you know it, it, it had a sense. I mean there was really a, a message about it that that the, the artist was able to convey at the time. I think that that has gotten lost a little bit. Well, don't you feel that there's you know, in the past, there was a little bit of mystery because you bought an album yeah. or a CD and you looked at the photos and you listened to it yeah. and then you kind of had to wait three months because you bought tickets to see the live show and you had to wait three months to go see this band to, to kind of feel that, that wow connection and that kind of puts all the pieces together. Today, I mean, people put music out, there's a video out already, there's 10 interviews, like there, there's no mystery. It's, it's just all laid out. Yes, thank you. It's like everything is immediate now. And, you know, like if you want to access a song, you can just go and do it, you know, I mean, Back then, you know, you had to earn some money to go and actually go buy a record and you, you know, you had to choose the record that you really wanted to listen to. I mean, you know, nowadays we, you know, you just tap on your phone or whatever, right. click on your computer and, you know, everything is right there available. And I feel like you, you really lost the, the, the sense of connection to the artists, you know, what they're really trying to say. And, you know, there's also like this, there's also like the, this way of like making everything kind of similar, you know, like everybody kind of looks the same. Everybody kind of sounds the same. There's like this, like the, the, the sound is being squished and, you know, everything is just MP3 soundy ish. And, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know. Well, there's no I romance mean, to it. There's no dating period, right? Where you'd, again, you get an album and learn about somebody. It's almost like a dating period. And then you'd see them live and then you would, I don't know, find a video or maybe at the time you were watching MTV or much music and yeah, you, you saw video. Yeah, it's, um, 
It's right away. It's almost like a relationship, Absolutely, right? You get yeah. to know the yeah, you get to know the person and you get to love them for what they are. You know, you're not just like, you know, going on a cheap date or a, <laughs> a blind date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm missing that. I mean, I didn't I didn't even get to experience it, you know, but like, you know, being being in the world of music now and, you know, having the occasion of having having a chance to connect to so many musicians, I really got, you know, to see what it was before and and I'm just like yeah, you don't get that now as much, but you know, you got to work with what you got and you know, you got to do the best that you can because this is still what we love to do. So, you know, you, you, Absolutely. you're you married to it. So you go with it. Well, Bleed for Love is an awesome song. It's been a great chat and conversation. I wish you all the best. I can't wait to hear other music that comes out and uh, yeah, thanks for doing this. Thank you so much, Shane. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Industry 45 Podcast Show. Check out all podcasts at GiantTV.ca, GiantFM.com, Country89.com, and Giant TV Niagara on YouTube.